Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hey, welcome to Course Wizards. This is Christopher Maselli from writingmomentum.com and Amit Aurora. And we are here to talk to you about creating your courses. It is a beautiful day out here in Arizona where I am. The air is crisp. I can see mountains in the distance. I'm in northern Arizona and uh, absolutely loving this weather. Awesome. Hey, Chris. uh, Again, Amit Aurora here. And to find me, uh, you can go to coursewizards.com forward slash Amit. And that will bring you to my YouTube channel where I record fun videos about... uh, online marketing very good what are we talking about today chris today we are talking about ways to collect leads in other words if you've created an online course how do you get people to find it and this is a big question that people ask all the time because it's kind of like if you've created a website or a youtube channel or anything else online you tend to think oh if i create it you know, if I, if I create the thing, they will come, right? But they don't. People cannot find your course unless you have a way to get them there. How do you c- collect leads to get them to find what you're doing? Love it. All right. I am. I love this topic because this exact thing, what you mentioned, was happened to me in 2013 when I created my first course. And <laughs> the website, I hit the publish button and now I'm just waiting there, right? I'm yeah. like, where are they? Where are the people? Yeah. Crickets. Uh, I mean, not the cricket that I play in India, but just like the animal crickets. <laughs> so if you build it, they will not come because there's like over 5 billion websites in the world and it's just getting a cr- more crowded by the day. Uh, so I completely understand what you mentioned there. I can relate to it. So let's give our listeners some tips and tricks on how we collect leads if you want i can start first yeah go ahead so this is the most common way and teachable teaches about it they preach about it it's a free course right a free mini course and this course can be on any platform but my personal preference to have your free mini course is going to be on udemy i'm putting all my money on there even though it's free on udemy because udemy has the distribution that you and I just can't compare with Chris. I mean, th- these guys are content machines and they just have bottomless pits for their marketing budgets. So I would rather put my free mini course on Udemy and have people come join my free mini course. And then in that free mini course, you do get one promotional announcement as per their rules. As long as you're not breaking any rules, you can then drive them to your paid course. Yeah, so the the general thought that uh, often people have is, hey, I want to go ahead and get people on my website. I don't want them to go to Udemy, right? But you want them to go to Udemy because that's where the people are. So go ahead and put yourself somewhere where the people are, and then you can get them from that place onto your own course. And really, a free course is essentially a lead magnet, isn't it? A lead magnet is a short, consumable something that people can sign up for something that they'll exchange their email address for so that you can grab their email and then be able to start interacting with them and get them interested in the other things that you've got them if, if, or that you've got. If you uh, understand what a marketing funnel is, that's basically the beginning of your marketing funnel. It's getting people interested by offering them something quick, consumable, and short like a free course on Udemy. 
Yep. And again, I'm going to preface this. Be very cautious what you put on Udemy because their rules are just insane. And I don't want to be on a platform where I have to play by someone else's rules. And that's why I say only the free course because I was recently listening to an interview of a gentleman. He was making, ready for this, Chris, 90 grand a month on Udemy. On Udemy, till he got kicked out of Udemy for policy violation. And in his defense, he did nothing wrong. Udemy just kicked him out. Um, They could do that, right? And overnight, overnight, I am broke from 90 grand a month. So go with the free course, but do not put your paid course there unless you are really afraid to use a platform where you have to put in a lot of work, which is why Chris and I are here. We'll walk you through it through within our newsletter group if you have bought through our affiliate link. So please just use it as a free tactic. Yeah, don't don't ever base your business on someone else's platform because you never know <laughs> where that's going to lead, right? Have, have a way that you can lead them to your own platform. Um, so for so for lead magnet, I, I do have some free courses, but I have found the most uh, uh, effective lead magnet for me is a free PDF. So I have a PDF on writingmomentum.com that uh, lets authors know how they can get noticed by agents, editors, and readers. Now I knew that that's what I wanted my PDF to be about because I started getting a lot of questions about that very thing. Hey, how do I get agents to notice me? How do I get editors to notice me? How do I get readers to notice my book? So my wife and I created a free PDF on how to do that. And you can download it on my website. But what it does then is it goes ahead and gets us your email so that we can then let people know about all of our courses. And so you definitely want to have a lead magnet of some kind. But remember, it has to be short, quick, and consumable. Right. I agree. And I think that's a great way. Uh, So we have another episode that uh, we'll be releasing shortly on how to create a lead magnet. And uh, that will walk our listeners more through the steps on how to come up with an idea, how to implement that idea, what that's going to look like. So that's coming up. But uh, this one is more high level on, you know, how do you collect leads? So I think that's a great point that you mentioned there, Chris. Uh, For me, uh, one of the other things that I would recommend our listeners can do that has worked for me is co-sponsoring. So I'll tell you a little bit about what I mean by that. I'm in a software space where I sell a quiz on how to become certified on the software. The name of the software is salesforce.com. And it's a big deal for companies to hire you if you're a certified admin versus a non-certified admin, right? So it's a stamp of approval. But I only have the quiz and I don't have the time to create other courses on teaching people how to use the software. But there is a gentleman on Udemy who has 60,000 students teaching how to use the software and he is the top seller in this category. Mm. So what I can do is I can reach out to him and I can be, hey, I have... 2,000 leads, I have 2,000 emails of people who are buying my quiz or have entered my uh, funnel. Not necessarily 2,000 people have bought my quiz, but 2,000 people have entered my funnel to whom I'm selling this $17 quiz. Would you be willing to partner up? And of those 2,000, whoever buys your course through me, you give me an affiliate commission of 50%. Since you've already done the work, there's no 
upfront investment on your part, I'm giving you my list and in return, you give me 50% commission. Wow, that's excellent. 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 So that's another way of collecting leads, but you have to have that upfront agreement that if you're going to do that, they are not going to cross sell to your list or if they're going to cross sell, then you have to have that upfront agreement. So it's not, there's no bad blood as yeah. Taylor Swift would say. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So another way that I like to collect leads is through just getting in, um, uh, interacting with people online, whether it's commenting on Facebook posts or posting Twitter posts back and forth. I find that that has been very beneficial for me just to join the conversation. Anytime you can show that you're an active part of a community, you will find that people will be gravitated towards you. And they will want to find out more about you. They'll start clicking around to your webpage and they'll end up landing on that landing page that has your lead magnet on it. So be sure to go ahead and and whatever your topic is, become actively, you're probably already actively involved in some kind of community. Let them know what you've got for them, that you're giving it to them for free, that it's a you know free value piece that you just want to give to them and put into their lives. And you'll find that often people who are uh, getting to know you on there will become valuable leads for you. Can I tell you a sneaky way I've started doing this recently? How's that? <laughs> so... I haven't really implemented it yet because the idea came in my brain literally this morning. But how I like to stand out from others, and I wholeheartedly agree with what you just said. uh, So I'm just going to add some color commentary to it is I like to be highly, highly involved in two groups on Facebook. One is our newsletter group that we are all part of. Uh, when I say all, all of hopefully newsletters listening (laughs) and also the teachable tribe and in the teachable tribe because its sheer volume is just so much like 25,000 people how do you stand out from others and how do you not come across as spammy when you're trying to uh, also get them to become a lead right Right. and I have come across a super cool way to do both of these things one to stand out I have started because if I have free time I'm going to quickly create a loom video of uh, whatever it is that they're asking about hey how do I do this how do I install the Facebook pixel code in teachable okay i know how to do that i'm it's going to take me five minutes to make a loom video if not less and i'm going to share that loom link with you now here is the sneaky part within loom i'm going to promote my product at the end of the video and also (laughs) comment if you have clicked on any loom video you see there are comments below but most people don't comment so i'm in the comment i'm going to leave a link and i'm going to say hey thanks for watching this video also would really uh, love your feedback can you please check out this link and also at the end of the video you can promote whatever it is you're trying to promote once you have already helped them uh now if you want them to stick around till the end use an open loop so in the beginning of your video you can say but here's how you uh, install the facebook pixel but before i get there i'm also going to show you a cool trick at the end of the video so stick around so then show them what you want to show them help them out genuinely and then ask for a lead and you will find and i hope this experiment works out but you will find that people are most more likely to give you the lead if you've already helped them first yeah it's it's all about just giving good value to people you're you're not you know trying to do anything swarmy just trying to get something for them but you're trying to give them good value but then you also like you know usually if you have a training course or something like that, you you know you have something that will benefit them. And so it's fine to go ahead and let them know about that course at the end of that. And you can, you can generate a really good, strong lead from that. 
Yep. So I'm going to try it out. I'll let you know if it works. But I've also seen people in the Facebook group just saying, "Hey, uh, here's a f- new free mini course. Uh, would love for you guys to check it out." And the admins, I have been cool with it. So if your Facebook group or whichever social media group admin is cool with it, you know, feel free to uh, just promote yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. And really, you know, and another thing that we I know both were wanted to talk about a little bit was workshops having workshops that people can uh, attend in one way or another, which is, again, kind of like a lead magnet, right? It's a way to get them to come. You're going to give them good value and then share with them your uh, course afterwards. So I, I like to do physical workshops a lot because we have a co-working space here in town where they have what they call lunch and learn. And I can go down there and over lunch, I will share about how to use a piece of software that I like that will benefit everyone, maybe Social Bee or Stencil or something else. And then after the workshop, or you know, at the end of the workshop, I will share, hey, if you want to know more of this marketing stuff, I have a bunch of training online. Go ahead and go to this link and you can go ahead and get you know 25% off or whatever you want to say. And I find that I get a lot of leads from that because people love that value that you deliver. They know you as a teacher now and they want to learn more. Love it. I want to, so you and I both talked about this before we started this uh, recording. Now, how I have used online workshops in the past is you can either do it free. So become an active member of your chamber of commerce and they will allow you to uh, maybe speak with their uh participants or their members if you are an expert in what you're talking about so that's a free way to do it another way which could be free but is also in my opinion you might have to pay for it but it's not much it's like 15 bucks a month is create a meetup go to meetup.com they have a cell phone app create a meetup and when you go to create a meetup it's going to tell you how many people in your area are interested in that topic so if i go to meetup.com today and want to create a meet up about crocheting underwater it's going to tell me there is one other person who is interested in crocheting underwater so uh which is just me basically but (laughs) (laughs) so you can use meetups platform to create meetups and then in those meetups you can speak to your audiences and i have done this in the past i created a meetup group for online entrepreneurs and i wanted to teach people how to do facebook ads and i just i didn't have an agenda i was not selling anything i was just trying to help people and i also found a free space in connecticut where they essentially had a meeting room that you could book for free it was a state run meeting room so all you have to do is just email them and they booked it for me and about 10 people showed up i taught them how to do facebook ads and got some good karma out of it yeah that is great that is great so that's that's a way that you could do live workshops is through meetup do you have you done any online workshops that basically have the same uh, attraction get the same traction as your physical ones i have not and i find that when you're trying to drive leads through workshops, the physical ones do turn out to be better if you have the right means to promote them. Yeah, yeah. Online, I mean, our attention span these days is getting shorter and shorter. I would rather have someone locked in. It's almost like being in an airplane, right? If you're in an airplane, you have attentive audience for two hours that <laughs> cannot do anything else but listen to you. Yeah, I'll tell you, I have done something uh, online with a workshop, kind of, is I have gone live online, uh, like live on Twitter, live on Facebook. Uh, you can do uh, all of those through um, uh uh, what's the, what's the platform? 
Or recast or something? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Restream. I have used Restream, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you go live through Restream, you can go on multiple platforms at once. So I'll go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And sometimes I'll just go live while I'm editing an article. Or I'll go live when I'm building my website. And I have found that people like to connect and just watch a few minutes of me doing that. But while I'm live, I'll have on my screen my lead magnet that they can click through uh, to and... and uh, you know, find out more about my course. So, so don't be afraid to go live with whatever you're doing online and maybe you'll get some leads from that too. And that's how I found Chris. That's right. And that's why Chris and I are uh, creating this podcast together because Chris went live showing how he was editing uh, his news editor sales page and I was the only one listening to him. But he, like he said, don't be afraid. Don't look at those numbers and how many people are listening or watching. Just do it. That's right. That's right. And we found each other and yeah. We've, we've had a beautiful friendship ever since. <laughs> yes, All right. absolutely. So, so what are you digging, Chris? What, what are you digging this week? Oh, this is, this is going to be a good one. Actually, I'm going to talk about something I'm not digging this week. Can I do that? <laughs> okay, let's do that. Okay, so Amazon has been putting their... Uh, um, Alexa in all of their in a whole bunch of different devices, right? They've got it in the little dots, and they've got it in um, uh, you know things for your TV. Well, they've I've heard they're putting it in rings and in glasses. Well, they have put it in a device called Amazon Auto, which is going to sell for like fifty dollars. But uh, they allow you to sign up early to get one for, and you get it for half price. So I got one for like twenty five dollars, and my name finally came up, and I got one shipped to me, and I was so excited put it in my car and I got to tell you, I couldn't help but think the whole time, why do I have this? <laughs> because first of all, of course you're letting them, you know, in, into your life in another way. But I found that um, uh, the way it hooks up is it hooks up through your phone. Okay. So in order to talk to it, to, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to trigger it on everyone's device. <laughs> in order to talk to Amazon on there, you have to invoke her name. It goes through your phone and then she gets the answer. She changes your music or whatever for you. Well, I'm not fully in the Amazon system. I'm really more in the Apple system with Siri. And so right. I kept asking myself, why in the world am I trying to go through another system when I could just ask Siri to do all this stuff? You know, or if right. you're on if you're on Android, you're asking Google to do all this stuff. Why have a third party system hooked up that has to go through your phone? So it's kind of a cool idea, just not digging, <laughs> digging it. I used it for about one day and said, forget this, putting it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So what you were trying to avoid is if I say, Alexa, please reorder my last order. Every listener of ours is going to have some issues. Is that what you were trying to avoid? You're going to get a lot of hate mail right now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hey, you need fans on either side of the spectrum. Spectrum. You need your followers and you need your haters because if you don't have haters, you're doing something wrong. Right. So you know why they hate us? Because they ain't us. Uh, what I am digging is uh, we do. We spend a lot of time with our beloved electronics, right? Yeah. Uh, and I spend a lot of time. I'm old, old school where I have to have a mouse. I cannot work on a laptop trackpad, whether it's the Apple MacBook school big trackpad or my Windows computer small tiny trackpad. So I bought myself a gaming mouse. I have mentioned this before. I'm not a great gamer, but I just like 
the accessories that gamers have that we could use as entrepreneurs. Yeah. So I use a Logitech G602 uh, mouse. It has 11 programmable buttons. And 11. it's just great. It's, yeah, 11 buttons. I And you know how many I use? Just the left and right yeah, click. Sure. <laughs> I don't even use... So if those others are not going to be in your way if you don't want them to be in your way. It's ergonomically designed. It's 37 bucks. One-time investment, it's going to last you forever. 5,000 ratings on Amazon, Chris. And it has a battery life with two AA batteries for 250 hours. Wow. That's, that's a lot of time. That's 100 days. Yeah, that'll last so, a long time. So three, every three months, you have to replace the battery. Not a big deal. Uh, definitely go check. And it's uh, buttons are rated for 20 million clicks. <laughs> I don't know how many clicks. Uh, that's a lot of clicks, that's man. a lot of clicks. Uh, Although we, I think we all do more clicks than we think throughout the day. Probably, yeah, I'll have like to track my clicks. clicks we do, yeah. yeah. So that's my dig for the week. For To all our listeners, thank you so much for listening to Course Wizards, and we will see you on the flip side. That's right. Let us know what you're thinking at CourseWizards.com. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.